everyone. This is Emily Grace, and welcome to the Stages podcast of Bernstein Private Wealth Management. Life throws lots of stuff at you at every stage. We're here to talk about it. And today on the stage, we have Roxana Reed, the founder and director of Smart City Kids, and one of her consultants, Adriana Payne. Roxana founded Smart City Kids with the mission of helping families clarify and identify the ideal schools for their children by providing expert advice, guidance, and, and this part might be key, emotional support during the admissions process. <laughs> Roxana, Adriana, and the whole Smart City Kids team work with families to help them navigate through what can feel like a very startling and daunting process fraught with unforeseen complications. They are often asked to share their insights and have been featured in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the New York Post, to name a few. Given that so many of us have children or grandchildren going through the application process for schools, Roxana and Adriana are here to share their insights into how best to navigate the admissions process across the many different stages in your children's life, preschool to college. Welcome, Roxana and Adriana. Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you. you for joining me. So let's get right to it. So, Roxana, what motivated you to start Smart City Kids? How are you different from other school consultants? So the the motivation was twofold for me. Um, I was born in Panama, okay. and um, in where I grew up, we had one school for the entire city. So, <laughs> so I went there was to the, no crazy application. There was no process. crazy application. <laughs> you process. were in. I, I was in, you know, by birth. Um, and so my, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my mother, and I attended the same school. So you were like, a legacy. <laughs> total legacy. Um, AM and PM school, just yes. to make sure everyone got there. Um, and so when I came to this country, my mom used that very small town mentality to think about schools. She thought, you go to the school that's right next door yes, or as close to our home as possible. Never mind that we weren't in a very high-performing school okay. district. In fact, it was the lowest-performing school district in town. So, so the idea that I was this girl who is bright but completely incongruous to the environments that I was a yes. part of was part of the fuel, right? It's that I, I, I very from a very on. early on, I was not a fit in the schools that I was in, and 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 good teachers took extraordinary measures to make sure that I was exposed in other spaces, right? Oh, wow. so um, that's and so, so that that took a lot of energy from me though. as a child. Um, but then fast forward to being a mom, yes. and I found myself um, trying to figure that process out because. It skipped, you know, for me. I, I, I don't think we got involved in trying to figure out what was right for me. And so I, I so it was focused, really important. To it was you really to important right as a parent for... to find the right school for my son. Yes. And that that was the the internal motivation for drive for Smart City Kids. I'm also an educator, uh, and so that you know I have obviously a degree in the, in in education. And so you know the other is a professional drive, and that that combination led to. What I think is really unique about our service, which is from the beginning, okay. uh, and, and by the way, we started this when there were no other consultant firms around. There were some oh, wow. individuals running it, but they didn't have a system. Okay. And we systematized, if you can, yes. um, education services in New York. And we began by trying to um, really consider fit as the most significant motivator, um, thinking about 
the student at the yes. center of that and creating assessments that evaluated what were the best educational environments for those students. Okay, and we so thought about that through the lens of each school. Because we had variety and versatility, yes. it really required us to be really nuanced in our approach. There was a kind of one-size-fits-all model. And I think we really started the trend of really being nuanced. And then, really of course, our relationships families. and developing those real significant relationships with schools really uh, brought it all together. Oh, and so I think that's really what's most unique about what we do. That's fascinating. So wait, so Adriana, mm -hmm. when, you, when you first meet with a family, what are you looking for when you talk about sort of finding the best fit? And well, what are you looking for and how are you, how are you helping them do that? I think the first thing we're looking for is a real sense of who this family is, and we go back. We want to know, just as Roxana just shared a story of her educational background, we want to hear that from the parents because regardless, we always think about we can't live, relive our lives through our children, but our experiences inform how we parent. And I so I talk to people about this all the time. It's, with, it's just really meaningful to start in the beginning. And then we talk through what their experiences were. We really have a keen sense of their values and priorities as parents. And then we start to learn about their hopes and dreams. And we really have to go from 40,000 feet to the weeds because each family is unique, each child is unique, and for us to be effective partners, we need to get that sense of who they are. So it's not that we're looking for specific attributes, it's much more we want to have a really purposeful conversation and know what it is that's driving them in this process. Yeah. So are you basically a therapist? <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it is. I mean, I think, I think, yeah, there's a Freudian approach to the way we think about this. We think about, you know, the family's history, and, and that's, that's the most significant. You'd be surprised how much you learn about that, you know, why the parent is insistent on location, for yes. instance, or why they insistent on a co-ed school versus a single-sex yes. school. You learn that they went to single-sex schools, and they were terrible for them. Well, didn't work. Right, or... but that has nothing to do with the fact that you're now in New York City and that and it's a you have a different environment, environment and they, your child may need it. And it's it. 30 years later, yeah, right. right? So it's, that's really, the history helps us to get to the challenges, the barriers to seeing or in, envisioning an opportunity for their children. So how long does that first meeting take? It's about two hours. Wow. <laughs> so it's a real, it's, but it it's begins, long. It actually has, happens before they come into our office. Okay. We send out a questionnaire that often brings parents to have a conversation, <laughs> if not an argument, <laughs> mm -hmm. about what they value. And they have to really struggle through that. because, and, and that, to us, is critical, because it allows them to know that when you step into our doors, yes, yes we're thinking about you. Not what your girlfriend said and about why that school is so great for her family, mm -hmm. but thinking about what really matters to you. And then we hold you to that. Then we hold you to that conversation. It's amazing how your yeah. values and family values yeah. can so drive everything. Absolutely. And to help a family think through that, whether it's you know, applying to schools, buying a home, right. yeah. thinking about your finances. Because you'll it's... find people will throw away their values for a school. They'll say, yeah, these are the things that really matter to me. But U.S. News and World Report says this is the number one school, so that's what we have to apply to. And you're like, wait a minute. We just spent an hour and a half talking about the important things. Yes. That's incongruous to what you just described. Yes. So how do we reconcile that? 
And they come to us really because there's, uh, you know, as parent, none of us, we're all parents, there's no objectivity when it comes to your own child. So to start with a really in-depth, deep dive conversation just affords us um, insight into this family unit. And um, they come to us for guidance and, and, and expertise. And so it's good to start with everything yes. and then work from there and call out what's yes. what's most important in that. So are there some are there some universal truths around applying to school no matter which stage your children are in whether it's yeah. preschool, kindergarten and off year, high school, college, are there some some things that sort of every family applying should be should know about? Absolutely. Um, first of all, be nice. Um, but be be, be be nice, make eye contact, be yourself, um, be interested in what the school is sharing with you because it's, it's their introduction. They are showing you who they are. And so if you walk into a school and you are stressed or hassled or itching to get at your phone, that comes Thank across. You. It just comes across as... Being there is not a priority, so they're trying to evaluate if you are going to be a positive member of their community. So you're not being judged. It's just a, a question of do you really want to be there. Um, don't look to a school to be the place where your child is for their entire life because it's it doesn't often work that way. And um, there are schools where children can be for 13, 14 years in New York City. and we always say to families, you have to take it in chunks because who your child is at five is not necessarily who they are at 11 or 14 and don't prioritize the length of time they can be in a particular school because life doesn't always work that way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, let's see. I think a universal truth to this process, which is difficult to say as someone who advises people around it, is being authentic, yeah, okay. right? That 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 it comes the, back to those values. It comes yeah. back to authenticity, yes. it, and and the folks who are involved in making admissions decisions, that's that's the sweet spot for them. That's when when they sort of look deeper. Um, and it's hard to be authentic when you feel like you are in fact being judged. Yes. Like like everything you do can in fact turn. You know, a decision, a decision around, um, and um, and but it's it's a lost art form in some ways, yeah. and I think it's significant to this process and throughout. I just, you know, I have two boys who are college. Um, yes. One graduated from college, and the other one is going in. And authenticity mattered then, right? Yeah. As we were thinking about what was right yes. and what you know what would allow them to self-actualize. And it mattered when they were three, yes. right? It, that, that was a thread uh, that we had to speak to in order to reach the goal yeah, throughout their entire educational history. Uh, and I think that's really important. Yeah, I think one of the things Roxana and I were talking about on our way over is uh, we as New Yorkers know that we live in a highly competitive uh, society, but school admissions in terms of universal truth is not a race to be won. It's a match to be made and this is very deeply personal. It's not a race to be won, it's a match to be made. Have no. you trademarked that? We need to. <laughs> TM, TM, <laughs> Smart City Kids 2018. Huh? That's fantastic. So do you see, are there 
what are the biggest mistakes that you see people make? I assume, I mean, not being authentic right. is a pretty, would a, be a pretty a, big one if that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's, that's but, a big one because it comes across and, you know, you, you, you smell it. Yes. You smell inauthenticity. Um, I think about. it's really hard when parents have a sense of whom, whom they expect their child to be and their child is not that person. So it cre that tends to create anxiety. And we want families to go into schools with belief in themselves and in their children, but not to the point of you're not going in with a resume and a list of accomplishments because that does not resonate at all yeah, with admissions not. officers. It's not, it's inauthentic. Yeah. And so far better to go in with, I, I like to say to parents, think of the things that made you take a breath and say, I love this kid, you know, in the, in the last month. And maybe think about a few things like that. Those are the stories yeah. that you should be sharing because that's unique to your child. Um, so it makes them stand apart. Yeah. I think we, um, I, we talked about another common mis mistake is being overly confident. Yes. Like, I know this board member okay. who could get me in. Did well, I read one of your articles about letters from the Dalai Lama? Yeah, <laughs> that was us. Um, that was us. But my point is, yeah, the Dalai Lama is not getting you in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he doesn't have any relationships with the schools. Yes. You know, there was there, there's this sort of assumption that 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 contacts, particularly those that have no affiliation to the school, can yes. get you in. And every one of us, I, I think New Yorkers are incredible, particularly on this island. Right? We like have access to a lot of interesting people, people with power in this world and everyone assumes they can leverage that um, and the truth is it's it's an overused idea that if you speak to folks doesn't all most often does not does meet not. Um, the and assumption. I think I've seen a number of the schools now will even say we do not right. want of course letters. right so um, so it doesn't it doesn't have the value that people put on it and they rest so much on that that they forget the other parts of the process. Who they are. I also think it's a mistake not to be prepared. Right? As mm -hmm. we're talking about authenticity, yes. right, it suggests that you should just be cavalier, and that's not true. It means that you should be well-informed, prepared, that you should know why you're there. What, two very important questions that you should ask yourselves and that schools will want to know about is who are you and why are you here? Right? Who are you? Meaning you, the you of your child, the you of your family. And what, why are you here? What brings you here? What are the things that matter to you? And then allow us to figure out whether what matters to you matters to us in the same way. Whether we place the same emphasis on those things, right? And so not being diligent on that side because you, you know, because you're not well informed, prepared, and diligent could be a huge mistake. We find that to be true. We also find it to be a huge mistake not to have enough schools on your list. Oh, that's right? interesting. So right? is there a sweet right? spot there's number? There's a sweet that... spot, but, and there's a geographical sweet spot, right? Because like, I think yes. depending on where you are in the city, it could feel different, the numbers. Can you get So examples? I'm going to give you, sort of generally yes. speaking, the sweet spot is about eight schools. Okay. But if you were in parts of Brooklyn, I would say the sweet spot is about six schools, right? Oh, interesting. And, I mean, but it's, it's it really does... It depends. It depends on your geography. But so that's why people speaking, need you. Typically, so you can tell them right, what the their sweet spot right. is. But it's, you know, or, or eight. You know, but I think nuance 
nuance is important. Yes. It's like not assuming that there's a one size fits all model to this process, right? Yeah. We just met with a student, right? Where the parent shared that the school asked that they go through the process, right? Because no matter what, this is, this is a time to apply. And our position was, yeah, if the student is ready, yes. particularly in that summer birthday spot, you know, there, there are schools who will say, just apply and see what happens. Our response and reaction to that is, well, if it makes sense. So if it, it makes sense. sense. So we did an assessment of this student recently, and I just spoke to the advisor who did the assessment, and she said, she's too young. Yes. Right, so now we're completely in opposite thinking to the nursery school director. The, the goal is to be nuanced, because there is no one-size-fits-all model to this. Mm -hmm. And for that student, if she were to go forth, she'd have a challenging experience um, in the admissions process. If she waited another year, she'd have more optionality, right? So I think yeah. a, another big misstep is, um, and I suppose this dovetails off of the, the overconfidence piece, but, but people thinking they can game this. Um, and we have all been asked numerous times, you know, well, tell me how many students are applying to this school? How many, how many yes. spots will there be? <laughs> and there is not an admissions director, I think, anywhere no. in this world who will, A, answer that question because they are not magical and they do not have crystal balls. Yes. So they do not know the answer to that question. And it is really the wrong tack. It's the, the wrong focus because the idea that it can be gamed is incorrect. And that's something schools sniff out. That again, this is not a, an accomplishment to be racked up. This is, will this child flourish here? So that has to be the center of this process. And when it moves out of the center, from a parent's perspective, that's when they're going to have to redirect or the outcomes will reflect that. Will not be what they're yeah. hoping for. So now, what are some key takeaways that someone should remember after meeting with you? I think we've said a lot of things a lot yes. here, right? Yes. I mean, I think the key takeaways are, um, you know, be as reflective as you can and uh, about what really matters to you, and try to own that space because there are going to be a lot of people in your ears yes. telling you what's best. If you Go in yes. and just kind of really figure out what's important to you. It, it will, you know, serve you well. Um, I think another key takeaway is be prepared. Like, be well informed. Stay prepared. Stay organized. Yes. This process requires organization. Spreadsheets. Um, yeah, <laughs> spreadsheets. Um, I think. I think another important takeaway is authenticity and yes. the, the value. That, that ought to be placed on that. I don't think there's a, a school that will say, you know, you have to be authentic, but I think there, there's, it's a premium it's no that way. I think is, is significant and, and highly underrated in this city. We talked about diligence, too, and diligence being beyond superficial diligence. Don't just read the website. If you are going to go into school X and say, this is the perfect school for us, and these are all the reasons, it has to go beyond because my third cousin's children have gone here. Yeah. We recommend take the opportunity to get to know that school in a more meaningful way. Maybe read some of their publications. Maybe I always like the idea of just spending time in the neighborhood um, 
when school's being dismissed or let it, uh, you know, um, at the beginning of the day, because, right, or, or, or just to have a sense of how do the teachers talk to the children when they're coming back from the park? How do, you know, how is pickup run? Is it really calm and orderly? Is it pure chaos? These are things that I think that parents don't necessarily factor in, and when an admissions officer is meeting with them, and it seems so focused on the brand name of the school, that can be off-putting, too, because Absolutely. the school is not necessarily who that family thinks they are or yeah. wants Absolutely. them to be. So that's part of it, too. Absolutely. There's a school that asks a question, how do you know if a school is successful? Okay. And, um, and the immediate reaction to that is, well, by where you place students in college. Yes, well, that's the absolute wrong answer yeah. in that school, right? Because it places a premium on things that they're not actually focused on. For them, the sweet spot is we want a school that will help our child become a change agent, yes. right? Like that's they want they want to help students see the world as it ought to be. So that would be so the better answer to the college list yes. that you have, right? But that because it's a top tier school, the immediate reaction is to go right. there. It's successful when my child gets exactly. into right. But it doesn't it doesn't tell the story. And the reason why we know that, I mean, back to one smaller point, which is what makes us different, yeah. is that all of our advisors were former admissions people. Oh, Every wow. one. So, the inside so we have the inside scoop to that. So we're not just telling you stuff that we see. It's stuff that we've experienced. That you've, that yeah. you've actually experienced. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, in, so finally, in one word, how would you describe the private school application process? We actually asked another colleague in, in the firm, like, what would, what would be her word? And she said, adventurous. Adventurous. Now, she does, now she does nursery school admissions. Yes. So it seems magical and adventurous from that perspective. I think, um, what, what would you say? I said complex, um, which is pretty much, I think, what we all have all come to expect here in New York, but certainly navigable. And, yeah. you know, that is, that is, um, that's the goal. Um, and I, I think it's nuanced. I, I think that's my word because I don't, I, I find myself often, if I meet a family 15 minutes before, I could say the exact opposite thing to a family yes. that I met 15 minutes later. Um, and, and they're applying to the same Grade, school of schools, right? But I, but I may say something completely different because in terms of their makeup, in terms of their vision, in terms of what works for them, yeah. it could be extremely different than what would work for the other family. And I've done that. So nuanced is the word. So I have to say that adventurous, complex, and nuanced. It kind of makes me think that this sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> And it makes me certain that pretty much every family out there applying to school needs you guys. <laughs> well, that's it. Will be fun, adventurous, nuanced, and what's the other word? Complex, complex, complex. and fun if you yeah. work with smart city yeah. kids. <laughs> if not, it's harrowing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, no. So Roxana Reed, founder of Smart City Kids, and Adriana Payne, consultant at Smart City Kids. Thank you. So Thank very you. much. Thank you. You've helped us cover a lot of information today, and all of this information helps us to plan. At the end of the day, planning for all the stages in life is crucial. As a financial advisor at Bernstein, I've helped people through many acts. For more information, you can reach me at emily.grace at bernstein.com 
are at 212-756-1951. And you can reach Smart City Kids by going to www.smartcitykids.com or at 212-249-4066. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day. The information contained herein reflects the views of Alliance Bernstein LP or its affiliates and sources it believes are reliable as of the date of this publication. Alliance Bernstein LP makes no representations or warranties concerning the accuracy of any data. There is no guarantee that any projection, forecast, or opinion in this material will be realized. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views expressed herein may change at any time after the date of this publication. This document is for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment advice. Alliance Bernstein LP does not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. It does not take an investor's personal investment objectives or financial situation into account. Investors should discuss their individual circumstances with appropriate professionals before making any decisions. This information should not be construed as sales or marketing material or an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any financial instrument, product, or service sponsored by Alliance Bernstein or its affiliates. Mm -hmm.